Woo! I lost like this one off, coach. R.I.P. Mm. Riddick Moss today. Go to the Super Chat Wrestle Cat. I was definitely the intro. Man, listen. <laughs> Chamber started early, early, mad early, super early. 12 o'clock in the afternoon because they are in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. I was happy with the Chamber. I kind of predicted the whole thing in a way. Um. Oh. How do we start off? How do, who do we start off with? Oh, we can go in order. order. Goldberg actually oh, finished. Order? Okay, okay, okay. Goldberg actually finished the match. Oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So we give him his <laughs> uh, standing ovation. Let, let, let's talk about how um, pruny, how uh, thin that man's skin is nowadays. I mean, I feel like 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 wherever Roman touched him, he bled. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Like it wasn't an all-out bloodbath. Yeah, like, it wasn't I a mean, bloodbath. I'm just like, but I mean, where did this blood come from? He just right. got random blood on the top of his head. Right, but uh, they they had their little spout. I knew that uh, Roman was gonna smash him. They like, like I, in my mind, like if this was a Goldberg match, I was gonna be pissed. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't want this match to happen. I didn't want to see this match. Like Roman won about the farthest one, I'm concerned. Actually, I'm actually shocked that match lasted as long as it did, though. For real, I mean, yeah. he didn't exactly, he didn't exactly do the, you know, I'm gonna Goldberg, Goldberg, but right. that was still shocking to see, go, you know, Roman beat Goldberg like that. Man, listen, so uh, one I'm of like the spears this. was stiff. You didn't miss much of a fucking match at all. It was spear, reverse spear, spear again. Yeah. Attempted jackhammer. Yeah. He, the Roman said, you know, fuck it. He choked the rest of the life out of that old man. I'm satisfied. If I actually look, if there was going to be any match that was predictable on the card, it was going to be this one. <laughs> right. <laughs> as far as, as not, not as far as the. the What's going on, Steven? Welcome the to the ending. show, man. Welcome to the show. Not as far as the ending, but as far as like what we were going to see during the match. Right. Because you already know what it was. I said, what's Shadow Michael wore today? Bloodline all day. You already know what it is. <laughs> I said, the rest of the Saturday of the day, I knew the Bloodline was going to take it. Uh, shout out to the WWE for piping in crowd noise and making it look obvious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Can't even defend them on that one. Exactly. This is a Roman Reigns. I'll acknowledge the Kirby Chief. What's going on, Steve? You off today, man? How's it going, baby? Welcome to the show, man. Welcome to the show. But yeah, they were piping in crowd noise, as always, because uh, some of the matches the crowd didn't care about. But then again, we are in Saudi Arabia. It's always a tough crowd. <laughs> Uh, Roman Reigns choked the life out of Goldberg, and that was it. That was it. Next match, we had the Women's Chamber, and oddly enough, 
They showed the male. That was my show. That was my show. Oh, the package is what you were talking about. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, man, that's nuts. 70. That sounds about right. 70 hours this week. Somebody Steve. need to rub your feet, my man. <laughs> oh, Steven be working, my man. Steven be working. For real? For real. Like, nobody work harder than that. Oh, oh, that's your coworker? No, oh, that's my boy. That's a homie. You remember Steven from TJ? Oh, oh. Uh, I will actually have to click and look look at his shit, though, for real. For real. I'm, I'm going to look. Just go ahead. Finish you saying, though. Yeah, but uh, they showed the males. Uh, <laughs> they showed the males promo package before the women's in Elimination Chamber. It was kind of weird, but it was what it was. See, the thing is, I saw that, but I didn't, I didn't even, it didn't click until, and even then, until you just said it now, even when you wrote in the chat, I'm like, what the fuck am I keep talking about? And then I'm replaying it in my head, or they most definitely show both packages. <laughs> right. I honestly thought that they would have did the nudge for Saudi and let the women finish the chamber. Like, let the women's chamber be the main event, but they wanted Brock to get his shine and really didn't really get that. So, the women obviously had to wear bodysuits because of the culture, which I respected. Bianca Belair made her own because she makes her own ring gear anyway. It's not a secret. So, elect or who was the came in the ring first? I don't even care. Bianca was the last one in. Like, we ain't even going to go into that. Bianca was the last one in, of course, because she won the battle royale. Um, you got Liv Morgan and Ash start the match. Alexa Bliss is obviously back. They put a swing in her pot. Like, her character work is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was definitely. She had the swing in the pot. She's sitting there. No, you can tell the look. When she walked in the the pot, she did not trust sitting on that swing. She looked at the top just to make sure it was secure in there. Right, right, right. But she and everybody face playing the mind games early. I think Alexa Bliss coming back is going to be a force to be reckoned with because she put everybody on notice. Before she even walked in her pot. So we had uh, Liv Morgan and Nikki Ash. They just need to sign her back to Nikki Cross because the Nikki Ash character is a wash at this point. Um, they start the match. Like they too far up in with that. Yeah. Like, damn. Now she damn. Yeah, they ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. So we had Liv Morgan and Nikki Ash start the match. Two athletic people, they did their thing. The dude drops in this dimension just changed the whole direction of it, which I thought was nice. Um, then, uh, what was it? And then they opened, uh, yeah, Ripley. Leah Ripley came in the match and they did their thing. Nikki was deleted by Ripley. Long story short, the winner of the match was Bianca Belair because she was the last final open. They didn't do a lot it's of foreshadowing. Right. Like, they didn't yeah. do a lot of foreshadowing. It was like, you kind of saw a lot of this stuff coming. <clears throat> um, Alexa put on a good show on it, just Bianca Belair, and showed that she's credible. But she's always credible. Like, I can't even cut a shirt like that. <laughs> yeah, well, Alexa? I'm talking about Alexa, right? Yeah, talking about Alexa. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That uh, for a second, I'm like, oh, I could see, but like some uh, main event mania though. For but it's Bianca. We get it. We get it. It's a full come around story with the Becky situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they foreshadowed that storyline for a little bit. Uh, I, I Stephen, oh, I'll call oh, you afterwards. Let you know what's going on. I'm going to show right now, but uh, I'll definitely call you after and talk to you about that because you lied anyway. Um. No, I just that, need more uh, storylines other than just the women's championship. Other female storylines other than just the women's well, championship. Well, I mean, Becky Lynch took the ball around with it. What I like is, uh, is that the next match coming up? Because they did a Bobby bag. Oh, no, that's the next match coming up. We're going to talk about that because I like kind of like how they took Bianca out the mix for a minute. Because Becky's character work has been, they had to build her up in big time backs. So, <laughs> they had to build her comeback up, which makes a lot of sense now. Leading in the mania because they could fall back to that SummerSlam match. Um, Bianca is going to be Bianca versus Becky at Mania, as we just said. Uh, we had a Bobby Lashley video package that did self foreshadowing <laughs> to the chamber, which I thought kind of odd. Kind of odd. Before yeah, we move further. Man, man wasn't really. No, he was hurt. No, no, Speaking of order, we had the pre-show match where we had Rey Mysterio going against the Miz, and the Miz goes over Mysterio, which is building up to a tag team match. And I got a funny feeling we getting Dashy Dash and Cody Rhodes back, which I love the Dash and Cody Rhodes character. I fuck with it. Like the whole arrogance and him having the ability in the ring, we, I, I just think that was just some foreshadowing of that because Cody is rumored to be coming back to the WWE in his life, so which could also be a work because AEW does need a major heel right now. Yeah, He's look, so, I, I, look, I mean that, that could go either. That could go either. It's a work, and I mean, given his contract is, yeah, he's a free agent. Right, Officially, yeah. he really is a free agent. But that can be completely a work angle where, okay, we all, where AW knows he's going to resign. He knows he's going to resign. Or he could be headed back to WWE, which would, which it's there, 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 there are pros and cons to that. But like, it just says a lot if Cody Rhodes signs back with WWE. But you got to look at it from this point, too. Like, wasn't the whole reason for Cody leaving was to prove that he can hold his own as Cody Rhodes, that he didn't need a character? Yes. I'm, no, no, no. I'm not speaking from that. I understand that situation 100%. 100%. I'm speaking for the 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 talent that's, that, that talked down on WWE for all these crazy reasons. And Cody was basically the fucking poster boy for guys who left WWE and did this, that, there. And for him to end up right back there, what does that say about you guys? That, that never say never. Never right, say right, fucking right. never. That's Plus what on top saying. of that, I mean, it increased his stock. Look at the quality of matches that he put on outside WWE before AEW was but, even but, but see, what my thing is, that could have been done. That can be done without the WWE bashing. Right, true, true, true. Cause they did bash the fuck out of my boy. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> he was public enemy number one when he left. But uh, on top of that, 
that being said, we had the Ronda Rousey and Naomi versus Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville, and Ronda Rousey had to have one arm tied behind her back. The minute they slapped that stipulation on, the minute they slapped that on, I knew that Sonya Deville was hurt. Like, I called it. So <laughs> you knew she wasn't hurt? I knew that sling was coming off at Saudi Arabia. I knew the sling was coming off the minute they added that stipulation. Because it just makes sense. Sonya Deville's a heel. Charlotte's a heel. Ronda and Naomi are the baby faces. Sonya Deville is hurt. Girls there. I'm scared. You need to tie one arm behind your back. Let's make this fair. That right there told me everything I need to know. Moving forward to the match. Clearly, Ronda Rousey's gear was either not ready or she was proving a point. Uh, the minute she showed up in the geek, I knew what it was. Naomi proving that she's ready to be back in the run again. Ronda proving that she's just the baddest bitch on the planet as usual. Um, oh, what's going on, Steven? I, I, I read that message all wrong. What's going on, Lil J? Steven J, how's it going, man? I thought your dad was asking about you. I'm going to still give y'all a call after the show. Uh, but lost. yeah. So what happened? So, um, no, it's uh, kind of lost, but... Oh, but, um, okay. so what's going to happen is, uh, Ronda's definitely going over at Mania. It's going to be Ronda versus Charlotte. Uh, Ronda shows that she's Ronda Rousey, of course. And I thought that match was, I thought it was decent. Like, I felt like it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. I just hated the whole gimmick of it. The one right behind back. Yeah. I'm like, honestly, mix <clears throat> out the Naomi and Charlotte factor. That's legit a badass match between Ronda Rousey and Sonya Deville. Yeah, I mean, I thought, I thought Potentially. No, 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 no. I don't mean it was a bad match as in that was a bad match. What I mean is seeing Ronda Rousey versus Sonya Deville had the potential to be a great one-on-one match, but we just got a bullshit one-ass, one-arm behind the back tag team match. It could've, I just felt like we could have deal without that gimmick. Either a one-on-one match or a straight-up tag match. Yeah, I mean, I felt like it fit the deal. I mean, it is what it is. They had to put Ronda on the show somehow, because why not, you know? No, yeah, I'll get her being on the show, according right, to Saudi Arabia. Right. But uh, they still got their match coming up, man. There will be no unification match for the women's title. I was wrong on that. Um, Shit, who knows, man? Now we get to talk about the doozy. Like I said at the beginning of the show, R.I.P. the Reddit Moss's neck. Oh, my God. Boy, I still feel it for him. You don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we had the Naughty Q match between... Reddick Moss, or Mad Cat Moss, and Drew McIntyre. Happy Corbin at ringside. Drew McIntyre goes for the Alabama Slam. Reddick Moss completely botches. Clipped it or something. Man, completely botches the sale of the move. Lands on the top of his head. So hard that his neck pushes into his body. 
Oh, come on, man. Stop giving me the visual again. <laughs> Damn, man. Damn. Uh, clearly, he's hurt. Clearly, I'm, he's I'm out of here here thinking, like, how the fuck did they just finish that match? <laughs> Dude, I mean, if you're going to be tough, you got to be dumb. Or if you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. I don't even know how to put it anymore, but he finishes the match. He takes a few more something. bumps. Goes up and lets Drew hit the high-end superplex. Fucked up neck and all. And you can tell he hurts because when Drew hit the Claymore, he hit him in the shoulder. He didn't even hit him in the head. He hit him in the shoulder. Like, <laughs> Drew goes over, obviously. Moss is going to be on TV in the next race, or he's just going to be on TV avoiding action for like the next few weeks. And we're going to get Drew versus... Hey, what cost? <laughs> what cost? <laughs> At the cost of Riddick's neck. <laughs> Shit. Oh. Oh, man. I, just, I hope that he has a full recovery. I hope surgery is not necessary. I don't want any ruptured disc. I don't want to see anybody hurt. I just see that shit. What do you think was worse, that or Ultimate Warrior taking that botch pedigree? Ooh. Oh, it's a tie between that. Ooh, Ultimate Warrior. Warrior. It's an Ultimate uh, Warrior. I don't know, man. No, no, look, oh, bro, he landed directly on his, like. Directly on his head versus your neck being pushed into your body? Look, after after this is over with, I'm gonna look, you know what I'm doing? I'm, I gotta uh, uh, look at both of them side by side, bro. Because <laughs> I mean, I don't know which one is right. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead, though. Yeah, so, um, who's yet? I'm following through the chat. They got the Broken Skull Sessions promo. Miz talk. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Miz did his promo. I think he's talking about Dash and Cody Rhodes. Uh, let's see. Where we go? Where we go? Where we go? So we got Alexa Bliss versus Lita up next on the chopping block. Here's my problem with Becky Lynch. And I know I'm going to get hate for this. I know it's a hot take, but you got to be honest. Great lineups, boring matches, great finishes. That, that, that's pretty much my, uh, my take away from Becky Lynch. Like, I love her as a, as a person. I love the the opponents that she has in the current state of the women's roster, but it's just something about her matches that I just can't grasp. Like it's, I just think that her storytelling is great. It's just the way the matches are structured together. Yeah, I get mad from it, but her her finishes are always great. kind of like a beer. Beer tastes gross, but when you're drunk, you're happy, so. <laughs> I guess. You know, you know. Well. Right, right, right. I'm trying to figure out what point was that damn Alabama slammer. Um, oh, actually, damn, landed right on it. Yeah. But, um, uh, Lita had a little bit of ring rust. She had a little bit of ring rust, it was oh. obvious. She botched a little bit. Um, she put on great quality of work. Anyway, as far as the match goes, Becky wins queen. We saw this happening because she's won the main regardless, no matter what. 
need to put on as good of a show as she can at her age. And it was a good match overall. Yeah, we knew the outcome of that. Yeah. Although she did yeah. botch that sneaker for a Right. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah, she was out there botching. But whatever. It's a leader. 40 plus year old leader, I guess. And then we got the Undertaker. They're showing that he's being inducted into the Hall of Fame. If you didn't know, you're living under a rock at this point. Undertaker uh, is going into the Hall of Fame this year. Granted, I know everybody's been wanting this for a long time, but I would prefer it to be in front of a crowd because it's the Undertaker. He's a he's a media icon, even outside the industry. So, yeah, you got to do it right. Got to do it right. Plus, Metallica is one of my favorite bands. He got the best video package ever. That's why it's all the same. So. <laughs> Jimmy even said himself. He said he 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 wanted this a few years ago, but you know, good things come close. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Just feel like I I thought like it should have been over with. <clears throat> what year was that? Uh, actually, honestly, let me not even say it. like. Let me say I just feel like. Brock could have done everything he went on to do after that without beating the Undertaker. Yeah, I, I think the streak. The, the streak. The streak, the streak. The streak could, if 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 we were just going to end the streak, it could. It would, based off, you know, what we know now, it should have been when he had the match with Roman. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. That. Brock coming back as much as we were like, oh, we hate part-timers, we hate part-timers, we hate part-timers. Brock coming back had a fan base anyway. So how do you create the That's what I'm saying. So he didn't. Brock could have done without it. Brock mm-hmm. could have been a, Brock was a viable threat to anyone who had the championship with or without taking down the street. But he needed that heat. Like I, I didn't like it either. I wish the no, street- no, no. They just gave him the heat. He didn't need the heat. <laughs> he says, "This man logic, this logic." Hold on, hold on. Who, who did he go on to be for that? John Cena. Yeah, he didn't he- need heat to take the championship from John Cena. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I don't know because think about it. He beat Cena. Beat him before. And then that takes actually I don't know because if you really think about the grand scheme, that means it didn't need the heat. Then. He didn't need the heat if it was a like a rematch type of thing. Yeah, but Cena beat him before. But if you give him the street, if he goes on to beat John Cena, John Cena can't contest that because that says Brock Lesnar is on his biggest low that he's ever been on. It'd be different. Like if if Lesnar would have beat John Cena without the the street. It would have been a whole nother world. Uh, they would have had to do it. No, I didn't say he wasn't. All I'm saying is they would have had to do a rubber match. They would have had to do a rematch. The whole point of of Lesnar getting the streak was to not seen off the map completely. Okay, Brock Lesnar's on a phenomenal run, but damn, he took out Cena after beating the streak. Who's gonna stop this man? And he embarrassed Cena. He could look, listen, 
that match could have been someone else. Let, let me look at that. Hold on. What, what, what was that? WrestleMania 30? That was WrestleMania 30, right? I think it was 30, yeah. Yeah, it was 30. 2013. WrestleMania 30. I honestly think that that, that catapulted Lesnar into a bigger, a more, more, more of a monster room as far as I'm concerned. Because it was such a shock. Like, hindsight being 2020, and how? The Undertaker lost how many matches at WrestleMania since the streak? Two. Yeah, so it's like hindsight being 2020 now. We like, did he really need to happen? But think of like, put yourself in the position that you were yeah, in. Yeah, back in that back in that moment, I'm, I'm just thinking about. Now I'm let me look at the car, right? Bro, I was getting ready for work, and like once I saw the end of that match, the whole world stops. I didn't even give a fuck that I was late for work. Like the whole world stops. The whole crowd. I think that's the quietest I've ever seen a WWE crowd. No, that is a fact. I he was like, what? And Heyman was even Heyman was shocked. I mean, that was not a work. No, I'm about to say because only uh, well, there's only three people knew the finish of the match. Even the ref didn't know the finish. Until they in his ear, like this is the finish. Yeah, so it's like, fuck, like, I don't. Know, I don't think that mm. I think that it was something that was necessary. Like me, me being double advocate, I just think it was something that was necessary at the time for Lesnar, especially with all his outside controversy. Down the street, nah. Yeah, I mean, think about it. He's, really he can't compete in the, in the UFC anymore. He's coming in with the diabetes uh-huh. stipulitis. And I just, kind of, I, just, I don't know. I just kind of think that at the point of where Brock Lesnar was outside of the WWE, I think the streak is necessary. That's just me. Nah, I'm cool. Yeah. That, that's all some Brock Lesnar individual shit. Yeah, I get that. But I'm just speaking like from a whole. We couldn't deal without... Brock Lesnar being the one that if we were going to give Undertaker two losses, that just seems dumb. One right. makes sense. We're giving, we're giving him two losses, that just retarded. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. But he came back and got his uh, get back on, uh, on Taker. Uh, Taker came back and got his get back. Yeah, yeah. Again, but, um, I was confused on who was the heel or who was the bag. <laughs> I mean, right, 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 that situation. Right. <laughs> so then we have the uh, so going back to Elimination Chamber. Actually, no, before we even move on, we were talking about this here, right? I think, who do you think is going to induct the Undertaker into the Hall of Fame? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, you said Mick or Vince, right? Yeah, I think it's going to be the Mick or Vince. Thinking... If, I, I would go either Vince or Sean. only reason I, I'm not going Mick Put Mick because Mick Lightweight been talking reckless about WWE lately on the internet though, for real. Yeah, but I mean, the reason I say Mick is this: if you really think about it, Brandon Undertaker had his moment. matches against Diesel and he had his matches against all these yeah, other yeah. guys. Taker's biggest matches during the um, some of his biggest matches during the New Generation era. We're against Mick Foley, even before we got to Hell in the Cell. Like, some of his biggest matches were against Mankind. 
that was like one of his biggest storylines. And Paul Bear turning on him for mankind and all that. Like they they had some the um, boiler room brawl. Like they had some decent matches. That's where I'm coming from. And then with it being Vince, like take your help, the company on his back, on his back. So why wouldn't it be Vince? But I get the Shawn Michaels thing too. The first ever held a cell and all that again. So I get that too. That's just me. Oh, something happened. Something happened. He'll be back. Um, show goes on. So Undertaker package again. He's going into the Hall of Fame. If you didn't know, you were living under a rock. And it was a long time coming. RP Reddick Moss is next. Becky goes over Lita. Um, where are we going next with this? Next we had the Usos. Was possible against the Viking Raiders. They dropped the Raiders before the match. The match shows into a no contest. Boy Jimbo is back. If it happens live, it was supposed to happen. <laughs> now, the last thing I heard was uh, was some of his biggest matches were this mankind. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say Nick and Vince. And then Vince, like I said with Vince, he held the company, Undertaker held the company on his back for decades after WCW came up, all of that. Like, the one person weathering the storm and raising the flag was taken. So. That's what I look at. Like, like, I, told, like I said before, he got cut off. I could see uh, Shawn Michaels. Doing it because they had the first ever hell in the cell or whatever, but I just think it's just more fitting for Nick or Sean or Nick or Vince to do it. Um, when, when is WrestleMania? April 2nd and April 3rd. So that's, that's my Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just said the same thing the other day this morning. Yeah. They've been Wrestle Kingdom, it's so possible, it's so profitable for them. In, uh, New Japan. So that's like, we can do that too. Two night pay per views, we're on it. <laughs> so the next match we had up next is the Usos versus the Viking Raiders, or whatever, whatever they call themselves. Uh, match never got started, the Usos jumping, no contest. He said, you ain't getting nothing loose. <laughs> Pretty much. I pretty much saw that match being dead anyway. Like, uh, don't get me wrong. The Viking Raiders, Royal Raiders, whatever they want to call themselves, man. They've been doing their thing for decades, for, for a good, about seven or eight years on the in, in, in the industry in general. It's a shame that they're being treated as enhancement talent, but at the same time, the bloodline hot right now. They're the ones. So. So, so you don't think that the, uh, this is a uh, payoff or this is a WrestleMania match? Oh, they don't get a match at WrestleMania. 
This is the this is the Let's just keep food going because they did build this food up out of nowhere. Let's start there. Uh, this is the baker food. Or they might be saving it for when Xavier Woods get back and they do that mess with us, maybe. Because why not have your best, your two best tag teams on the show? Alright. Alright, uh, it was the next match after that. Because we thought that it was over with. We thought the Usos was going to cause Lesnar the match. After that, we thought the show was running over. Like, <laughs> uh, let's see. Arguing over Drew McIntyre. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, man. So we had... Man, that was all that was all, all about this boy. So then we had the main event, this right? Right after? Right we had the main event right after, right? Which I didn't even... But that shit, man, that pay-per-view flew by so damn fast. It didn't seem like it was as long as it was, though. I it really I didn't. looked up and it was the main event. I it really I was off. I was like, wait a minute, it's only two thirty. Wow! Like, so we had the men's elimination chamber. AJ Styles, Austin Theory, Matt Riddle, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. That's all. Right? That's all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Seth Rollins. My fault. I'm sorry, Seth. I'm sorry, Seth. The thing is, I said, yeah, like, and completely <laughs> going with it, though. Uh, so, Austin Theory and Seth Rollins start the match. I must say, Austin Theory has disappointed me because he did way better work when he was with Smokey Mountain in the wall. He worked ten times better. But I digress. Seth Rollins off the theory going back and forth. Seth Rollins picks up off the theory for a buckle bomb. Throws him in the Bobby Lashley's pod. Bobby Lashley hits his head. He's removed from the match through concussion. Fucking work. I don't think it's a work. Nah, that's a work. And here's man. why. Usually when a wrestling injury is a work, they'll show on camera the referee throwing up the X sign. They'll show on camera the emergency personnel hopping in the ring, pulling them out the ring, taking them all the way to the back. That's usually when you get the rest of the injury work. What's up? The X is the real injury. No, no, not if they tell about... So usually when they throw up the X as a work, the X is the real injury. But when they throw it up as a work, it usually you'll see the personnel coming down. Like, you'll see everything on camera. Personnel coming down to the ring, putting them on the stretcher, putting the neck brace on. Like, you see everything. They did their best to keep the camera angle off Bobby's pie. Which is why I feel it's a work. That makes me feel like it's not a work, though. Because if it was a work, the camera would have been on Bobby's pie, regardless of what was happening in the ring. Emergency personnel, everybody asked if he's okay. Somebody would have had a microphone up close. Like, they did none of that. That's usually when it's a work. Now, if they were smart and reworked the work, kudos to WWE for finally doing something right. But uh, I think I think Bobby was legit injured. 
Only time to tell. Only time to tell. So Bobby gets a move from the match. Bobby gets a move from the match. The match continues. They get word that Bobby can't come back to the match because of the concussion protocol. Everybody else's pod is open, but Brock Lesnar. The thing goes off. The buzzer lands on Bobby Pod. Bob is, Bobby I mean, Lesnar's like, fuck this. I'm next. Kicks himself out of his pod and proceeds to wreck house. Rollins goes out first. AJ goes out next. Uh, if, it's not, if it's not a work, he should not be on Raw if he ends with concussion protocol. Yeah, he needs to stay off for a few weeks. If it is, even if it is a work, he needs to stay off for a few weeks. Show up before Mania just to be a threat to the title one last time. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Lesnar wins the match. Austin Theory gives the show. <laughs> gives a show. Low blow to Lesnar. Running around the ring no, trying to run away. Chasing the hell out of him. Chase to the top of the pod. <laughs> Chase to the top of the Oh pie. my god, he killed him. He killed him. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, he threw the F5 off the top of the pie. Uh, it was funny. This is funny. Funny. It's funny all the way around. Um, RP, the Austin Theory's push after that, because uh, he fucked it up. <laughs> the minute you saw Vince funny, RP, the Austin Theory's push after that, because the minute you saw Vince funny, you know what happens next. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Lesnar, F5, Austin Theory off the top of the pod. They sold it great. He sold it poorly. Um, <laughs> Brock Lesnar's new WWE champion, champion versus champion, the unified titles of WrestleMania, which I called how many months ago? About a month or two. Yeah, about two, three months ago. Not trying to pat myself on the back or anything, but uh. <laughs> But uh, that, that was the chamber, so we got WrestleMania book moving forward. God forbid anybody gets hurt. So, uh, I say overall, Elimination Chamber was a bit of a success. What's your thought on me, Jay? Yeah. I guess if I'm just taking a step back and looking at it from a bigger picture, whatever, I get it. Unifying the championships, even though I would prefer at least rather see Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns for the unified championships. Yeah, but Bobby's always going to be in the title picture. I'm pretty much, he's pretty much, I'm pretty much think he's proven that the WWE can't move forward without him involved in some capacity because they got to have the top five moving forward. You got Roman, Lesnar, Bobby. Drew. I want to say Biggie, 
That's the top five like, moving forward. It's just, like, it's just like strapping Brock is just like the easiest shit ever. Yeah, because and it then with the it. fact that we know what the next two pay per views are um, WrestleMania and WrestleMania Backlash. Like, it's right. kind of obvious. Like, we're, we're, it's, you know, it's going to be the match and the blow off match, though, for real. For, and either way it goes, if, if we get Roman, Okay, cool. But it's just Roman continue to dominate. If we get Brock, we know we're not about to see this championship defended on a monthly basis. Yeah, but at the same time, if you want to have Drew knock off Brock at SummerSlam, and Drew knock off Roman at SummerSlam, remember what I said? Drew McIntyre is going to get that title Drew at SummerSlam. Drew got a reason to knock all three of them. Drew Pretty much. Pretty off. much. If 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 if, if if Bobby, Brock, or Roman were the unified champion come to SummerSlam. Drew got a storyline building on all three of them. Exactly. So it's just, if you really think about it, during the whole pandemic and everything else, like WWE kind of booked themselves into a corner moving forward. So this is literally an opportunity to book themselves out of that corner on top of all of the talent they release. All they got to do is unify the men's championship, and that's a start. That's a start. So I think moving forward, it puts the whole company as a whole in a better place. And it just gives them more options as far as contenders. Now. That's just the way I'm looking at it. Bigger picture moving forward. You know people going to shit on it. You know people tired of Brock Lesnar getting his way. But everybody's worked for a horrible boss at some point in the morning. You can either quit watching. I think it's less about... It's less about uh, being a horrible boss, just more like a difference in creative. Like, basically, a Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar match at WrestleMania is like by far one of the most predictable matches in the last 10 years. I think this is like what, their fourth time at Mania? Yeah, you feel me? (laughs) So, I think fourth time. I don't even think we got a Rock versus Stone Cold or a. Anyone versus Triple H this many goddamn times. Well, Rock versus Austin, they didn't like that. That, that feud was one of a kind. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, that feud, that feud. Was it three matches? Four. Was three oh, matches. No, that was three, wasn't it? That was three? I got Stone Cold one and two. The Rock won that last one. Yeah, that was three matches, but that shit, you could never book nothing like that no more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like... It'll take some real skill to write some shit like that. I'll just say it. Okay, book nothing like that. No, that's right. long term booking. <laughs> that is that is perfect. It's perfection. Long term perfection. But um Yeah, I say overall, looking at the bigger picture moving forward, I hope this is a good reset. I hope WWE learns from this. And uh from what I understand, it's supposed to be like Brock's last few matches with the company anyway. So Hey. Do you think this for Goldberg? Man, if they'll put Goldberg on the shelf somewhere. Like, oh, so y'all can say that about y'all can say that about Goldberg, but I can't say it about Undertaker. Undertaker's retired. Yeah. Well, he announced he's retired. AJ had the pleasure of being his last match. The real question is, is what they're gonna do with Dolph Ziggler because AJ kinda took his place as a handsome talent. Oh, we call an AJ enhancement talent? That's what he is. No, no, no. Well, I thought we, 
I thought we established that Dolph Ziggler is a gatekeeper. Nah, he ain't a gatekeeper. When, you, when they say, hey, go to NFC. When you're in a, a suitable... When you're in a suitable tag team... It's not like he's on NXT, like, mainstay. He's on NXT because there are no... I mean, I'm not going to say no, but there's there, there's no credible heels in NXT right now. Right, so, like... When you like and that's why we're looking at Braun Breaker's run is, like, lackluster because there's no one there really... No heels down there to really have a match with to the point where you they don't even know if they if they want to keep Braun Breaker or Babyface. They, they want to tweak him to the heel. Speaking of Braun Breaker, did you notice that the crowd turned on him during his match? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they wanted, they wanted uh, Santos Escobar to win that match so bad, <laughs> and, and Breaker got it. He just don't got no real competition outside of El Fantasma Junior. That's what I'm gonna fucking call him, and I don't give a damn if he took the mask off. Huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got Champa, but like, how many times he booked the same three people? Oh, Champa had Champa on his way to Raw. That's what I really think that is. <sighs> but is Raw ready for Champa? Shit, who knows? Like you said, after WrestleMania, it's gonna be a reset button. Yeah, because uh, Raw got to be ready for Champa. Like my my biggest fear. Is Champa going to the main roster and not being utilized properly? That's my biggest fear. Just like if Walter gets called up. My biggest fear is Walter gets called up and they dramatically change him to a point where like he ends up released and he's unidentifiable. Uh, yeah, I completely understand that, but part of that is on the superstar too. When you got you're not you're not just in the uh the, the quote unquote wrestling industry right now. You're in the entertainment in the part of it too. Yeah, but it's like when you got people like Michael Hayes coming behind you and saying, "Hey, you can't use that power bomb because it was like his power bomb." Or, yeah, yeah I get that. I get that. Creative is the problem. That's the way I look at it. Creative is the problem. When you got guys like Tyler Breeze, who is pretty much holding NXT down his entire tenure there, then he gets to the main roster and you put him in a, t- in a tag team, a lackluster tag team like that. You call it what it is. When he was shooting his shot all over NXT and putting on five star matches on a regular. Are you talking about when he got called up? Yeah, when you got a guy like Tyler Breeze. NXT going against Jushin Liger, going against uh, Pac when he was in WWF. Oh, well, he's going against Adrian Neville, five-star match. Going against Corey Graves, five-star match. Jushin Liger, five. There was not one bad Tyler Breeze match in NXT. Not one. It was one point in time where he was basically like the gatekeeper of NXT. But he was doing his thing. All flamboyantness aside, Tyler Breeze was the man in NXT for a time. Yeah. Then he gets to that man roster and he just... That's it. I'm not going to lie. I knew that he wasn't going to be that big of a thing on the main roster when his debut was on SmackDown when it was pre-taped. Yeah. 
But the same thing with the Ascension. They had one tag team that was running with the Ascension in NXT. Yeah, it's like the longest reigning tag team champions at one point in time. Get to the main roster. We want you to be the Road Warriors. Why? Same thing with the Lucha Dragons. We're going to turn you into a faction. Why? Who was that? Uh, Sin Cara and Kalisto. Uh, uh, Kalisto, yeah. They were going to be the Lucha House Party. Kalisto, you're released. Not Kalisto, but uh, Sin Cara, you're released. And then we're going to give you the Lucha House Party. Now, that shit, man. Just, just mistakes like that, man. Like, They've had so many talented people. And people keep saying, oh, it's budget cuts and it's all this shit. I'm saying, if you argue with WWE creators, you're fired. And that's pretty much what it is. The track record's been proven. Hit Row, which I said myself, it was too soon to call Hit Row up. The chick they was running with, she needed a little bit more time in the ring because I've never seen her in the ring. Before they got their call up, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. You know, you know it also happened. play. You know it also plays a major role in this, though. Now, granted, WWE is gonna do what the fuck they want to do when it comes to who they're gonna call up, and but us fans, for the most part, gotta stop saying when to call someone up and when to because it's like, look, okay, I get the uh, not. It's not even the hit role thing. It's like. Who, 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 let me just okay. Look, on a, if you ask the, the IWC, quote unquote, Walter was ready to, to, to hit the main roster two, three years ago, but in hindsight, that wasn't the case, though. For, for he clearly yeah. needed the seasoning in NXT and NXT UK because Ila Drakenoff might take that chop to the neck, but. Guarantee Ralph Ziggler ain't taking that chop to the neck. I'm just saying. <laughs> Shinsuke might take that chop to the neck, but uh, Sami Zayn ain't about to sit there and let Walker cave his chest in. This is probably what it is. I'm just saying. I get what you're saying about Walker. Like, he needed to break out of that strong style that the Indies are okay with because Vince on the main roster is I need these guys to make money not being hospital beds. So I get it. But if you take somebody like a Joseph Connors again if you don't know who that is look him up and you got a talented guy like that in your back pocket and you're not using him that's a problem. Well, you got uh, Dave Mastiff, Joe Coffee, and Catalyst all together. Wolfgang aside, the Coffee Brothers can fucking work. That's big man. You got them in your back pocket. You're not doing nothing with them. That's a problem. And we got those guys on the sideline for Grayson Waller. He's uh, uh, Yeah, that's the uh, that's that 2.0 shit. See, look, but that would also explain why we're not seeing these uh, 
these NXT UK guys being sent over to, you know, NXT because maybe they aren't or can't, maybe they aren't or can't adapt to what NXT 2.0 is, is though, for, for so that's why they aren't being used. I mean, I feel it. It is what it is, but I don't know. It's just. I don't know. But I mean, that's just my, 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 my thoughts on the match today. Honestly. But, uh, WrestleMania is set. It is a reset button. You said the second and third? Yeah, the, the third and fourth. April 2nd or April 3rd? Or is it 3rd or 4th? It's one of them. It's a weekend. It's, we, we know the day is, the day is back to back. So that's yeah. Let me, let me see. Let me make sure. You say April 2nd or April so 3rd? The- no, that's the... um. That's fucking weird. What? They said April 2nd or April 3rd. I'm not thinking that, man. Yeah, April 3rd is a Thursday. Sunday, April 3rd? You know what? I'm stupid. Hold on. I'm tripping. It's, uh, it's, it's the, yeah, it's the third. It's the second and the third. I'm looking at February. Like, that's a Monday and a Tuesday. Anyway. <laughs> so what? The, uh, you said the second and the third? Yeah, it's the second and the third. Two so nights. Tonight event. Friday. I mean, Friday is SmackDown and Rampage. Right. Thursday is nothing. Right. Uh, Wednesday is Wednesday is Impact. Uh, Thursday is Impact, actually. Yeah, Thursday is Impact. Wednesday is uh, Dynamite. Tuesday NXT. Yeah. In fact, isn't UK on Thursday or UK on Wednesday? I don't even count UK because you watch that on Peacock or whatever, for real. Yeah. Like, nobody's, and, uh, everybody's at work when NXT UK is on. Where, yeah, facts. Where, where the hell is the, uh, when is the Hall of Fame ceremony going to be, then? That's going to probably be on a Friday. On Friday. I can see that being on Friday, or I can see that being earlier in the day before it was yeah. The first night. Yeah, or either it'll probably be on Friday. It'll probably be a Friday of it. Who knows? But uh, I will be watching No Surrender tonight. TV. Jim, are you watching No Surrender tonight? Yeah, possibly. All right. So I will be back. Do, do I get to see Moose? Moose, yeah. Moose, um, Morrissey is the manager for the Impact Wrestling Championship. I'm a bet. Then you got the six-man tag team match with uh, the Bullet Club versus Violet by Design and the Good Brothers. Tonga Loa. So it's Switchblade Jay White and the Gorillas of Destiny. Then the Usos be a dream match. I'm just saying. You got the Gorillas of Destiny and Switchblade Jay White and possibly Chris Bay. I don't know if it's a four. Or it's probably an eight-man. Chris Bay. Versus Violet by Design, which is Eric Young, 
Joe Dory, and some other guy. <laughs> and the Good Brothers and the Eight Man Tag on those two Those are two matches. You got Sasha Steers versus Nikki James for the Impact Women's Championship. And those are just the matches that I know so far. So we will be back tonight after No Surrender in some capacity. Um, other than that, we on the road to WrestleMania, baby. So we good to go. Matches are set. Stay tuned for our weekly reviews. Every Friday after SmackDown. WrestleMania coverage. Uh, are we going each night or are we just going to do both nights on Sunday? Uh... Let's talk, let's talk to Sauce about it, because he should be back by then. Okay, okay. We'll see how we roll on that. Um, follow the social medias on that one. And then, uh, you know, we, we do our weekly review Fridays after SmackDown. Uh, after Thought Era podcast. Are we doing that? We should be doing that next Saturday, right? Yeah. Next Saturday. Saturday. Week, right? Yeah, yeah. So next Saturday, look That's out for the After Thought Era podcast. It's still slow. That's why I switched to the devil of the week, because I mean, there's just some things that I came across, but it'd be some things I'd be like, hey, there's not enough news this week, so. <laughs> right, right. We don't have enough to and cover. We be, stre- we be trying to stretch the conversation. <laughs> right. We, be, we got the Siege, um, Rainbow Six Siege Invitational Finals this weekend anyway, so we're going to have a lot to talk about next Saturday. Um, Grown as fuck, the first uh, debut episode of that tomorrow at 3 p.m. For the grown and sexy people, we talk about life and how you react to certain situations. And then, uh, other than that, don't forget to like and subscribe. I'll have Jim West TV. Go ahead and plug your social media. Yeah, Jim, oh, no, all of them. Jim West TV, just straight up at Jim West TV. And here it is live. The list to watch this live, say to my productions on YouTube or Jim West TV if they. Distributed it because I gave it permission to. Uh, <laughs> if you're streaming this, Jim West TV and Zedemar Productions is the label. Like and subscribe. I will start streaming game, doing some game streams again in the summer. This is just to get me through to the summer. I'll have more time on my hands to stream for y'all because we all got day jobs. I ain't trying to get fired. Uh, <laughs> so, Zedemar Productions is the label. label. You can find us on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts. I was going to say Apple Podcasts. iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all your major podcast platforms that include Spotify. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We out. Peace.